Lemon Pepper Parlay is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. That's right. It's another edition of the Lemon Pepper Parlay Podcast. I'm Martin Weiss, joined here with my co-host Will Blackman, still in America, headed to London next week. Listen, don't be giving my whereabouts. You know what? See, this is why Sal said we're not friends. Because I tried to just, you know, I was over here making conversation. I was over here as one of those, like, you know, what did you do yesterday? He's like, why are you in my business? It's like, bro, I was just, you know, you could have told me nothing. You could have told me it was cool. I had a great day. You could have told me I went to the grocery store. I'm just asking you to begin the conversation to get the ball rolling. It's like with a two-minute drill, they want the clock running. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to get the clock running. That's all. But this is why. This is This is the tension that people feel right there. I need you to be a little more um, festive for our shows, either, you know, maybe a jersey, maybe like a graphic T-shirt, maybe a polo shirt. You know, I, I think I need a little more. Um, for me. What's wrong with this shirt? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Know, Chad Uncle, I'll have you, Chad Ochoacheco, you know, has tweeted several times about the viability of the $12 polo shirt. Like, I don't see what the issue is. It comes in a pack of three. I'm sorry, Mr. Uh, YouTube TV. You got your whole your soccer kit going on. You got all you got like eight. Carlos Vela. Footballs. I mean, I, look, I don't have the cool background like you. I just have a couple pair of shoes. What do you mean? It's a couple books. pair of shoes. But what are the value of those shoes? I see the Conquerors. That's all I need to see. (laughs) That's all I need to see. Phone posits. Dude, come on now. I don't want to hear nothing. They were gifts. That's fine. That's right. They were gifts. But uh, a lot of them were. But you know what I do find fascinating or kind of awesome is when guys will wear the Concord cleats. Like, I I think those are some of the – like, either the Concords or the ones, the cleats that uh, that have the Jordan cleats. I think that's dope. I missed it by like one more year. I would have worn them. Actually, I couldn't. I had an Adidas deal, so that didn't work. The only reason to. why I signed with Adidas, like the cleats were okay, but I signed with them because I got Yeezys. So that's the only I was reason about why. To say, you would have had to get <laughs> Yeezy cleats. <laughs> that's the, no, I got Yeezys to wear in the streets. That's the so only I'm, reason why I signed with Adidas. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, by the Jack way, Prescott, what's that? No, but before we get to that, um, I need you to explain something to me. So obviously I'm new. I'm new to the this whole this whole Sal fiasco, right? Extra points. Yeah. Explain the picks to me, okay? Because obviously I hit rock bottom in our picks, and we're probably gonna get to that. But I'm gonna get to it right now. Explain what what are we picking? Was not a, it was not of not a very good showing for you uh, in your first. No, but what? But explain it to me. Are we picking who's gonna win or who's gonna cover? Like what? Yeah. How is that? What is that? You're picking who's gonna cover. That's what the little number next to the, the team name, that's what that means. So if you like, for example, you picked, well, you know what, Will? No, you're picking the teams to cover, but I for, I have now just simply been reminded. Oh, actually, I reminded myself, I suppose. But Sal told me to tell you this yesterday. How do you make the Lions your upset pick of the week and then pick the Vikings to cover six in your picks? I can't pick Detroit to win and pick Minnesota to cover. I can't do that. Not, no. If the Lions, <laughs> if the, if the Lions are underdogs, right, and you pick them to win, then Vikings can't cover. It's it's, it's it doesn't work out that way. If the oh, that's right, because the, they're the favorites. Exactly. 
Ah, see, I'm not, I'm still figuring this thing out, man. That's okay. You got the football part. I got the gambling part. But yes, generally, when it comes to because I I did not have. But a if Min- but if Minnesota was the underdog, then I could have did that. Yes, then you could have picked. See, see, yes, see, that's how you and know Minnesota would have won, but did not cover. See clearly when you read the uh, the gambling problem number, you don't have to read it to me because I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> All right, I will. I will. I'll break it down for you <laughs> and explain it to you like you're five. Uh, and you know what? Though? No, I figured not, it out. You know no. Well, you know what though? That's not. That's not the most uh, unique problem to have. A lot of people don't know what it means. A lot of people who are heavily involved and really smart, intelligent people can't figure out what the plus and the minus and 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 you know. No, I do. Means. I just. You know what? I I was just so excited about Detroit. Like I was riding that train and. I was like, yeah, Minnesota might keep it close, but I forgot Detroit was the underdog. So that is, yeah, they're not this week though. They're not this week though. They are not this week. They are favored. (laughs) I I want to say I'm pretty sure this is the first time, like, because the line moved earlier in week two to where the Lions were favored. But I want to say this is the first time the Lions have been favored, like from the outset of a line dropping. The first time the Lions have been favored since at, at least. 2008, 2009, it was that type of deal. It was like the last time that? the last time the Lions opened as a favorite, the Giants were three and zero, and the Giants are now two and one because they let uh, Cooper Rush and the Dallas Cowboys come and beat them in MetLife Stadium on Monday night. Huh? Jerry says he would walk from Dallas to New York. Right. If there was a if there was a, a quarterback, quarterback controversy, controversy, because that means that Cooper Rush would have been playing so well. I don't personally believe that there's a quarterback controversy in Dallas, but are there going to be enough people to talk themselves into Cooper Rush? Because I know two of them. Their ones are named Sal and the other one's name is Dave. And they work at extra points. I mean, it's <laughs> everything is going well. You know, everything is going well right now. He is legit running the offense, and 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 that they're putting up W's. I mean, that's especially when like you you have your guy, but it's that's there's still a little bit of gray area, right? Like you're still waiting for like Dak to like take full on com- command. Like, sure, when you look at a franchise quarterback, he does like check all the boss in terms of like what he can do ability wise, what he looks like, how he talks to the media, how he handles himself, just how mature he like all those things. Yes. There's a, but <laughs> like, like, can he one be the guy? Can he two stay healthy for us? You know, you look at Aaron Rodgers, you look at Tom Brady, you, I mentioned Eli, even Russell, like those guys are always available. And when when it's crunch time, you feel like, OK, with this person, like we have a chance, despite whatever situations the coordinator or the head coach may say in terms of like management wise, like you should be in that position enough to be like, look, like this is going on. And I would say Russ might be in that bracket of like not vetoing a lot of things. But when it comes down to it. If things doesn't make sense, like you as the franchise quarterback should be able to like veto what's going on. And I feel like when it comes to crunch time with with Dak, people just me. I'm not saying people with me. I'm just not sure. You know, it's almost like I'm okay. still waiting for a little bit more. And I feel like that's what Dallas feels like for Jerry to Jones to say for Jerry Jones to say something like that. 
is he's just not sure. You know what I mean? So, I mean, all right, you could be not sure, right? But, like, for example, before you married your wife, you were dating her, right? I'm sure there was a period of time where you were not sure if you were going to marry her. And then there was a period the, of time. I'm the wrong guy to ask that. I'm the wrong guy. Oh, so you just, you just jumped straight in and was like, you knew. Or I, propose, this- I propose in four weeks. Jesus, Lord. All right, so I'll, I'll bring it back over here to me, normal people. All right, I've dated. Uh, <laughs> okay, I have, I have dated. I have dated where I was like, ah, oh, man, like I don't really see like this. It's going well, but I don't really see a future. I don't. All right, you so I've been, sure. in, I've been in a city. Yeah, yeah. All right, you weren't sure about it. You know what I'm saying? And then, I, and then I guess you met your wife, and then you were very, very sure. Seeing as you, yeah, you I was, I was Belichick. I was Belichick when Bledsoe got hurt, and I was like, man, we got Tom Brady. We could. All right, okay. So there we you could. go. But you knew that you weren't necessarily happy with it. But however, I imagine that all these, you know, the, the ex girlfriends of Will Backman's past, that you weren't just leaving them for any old body. You weren't just leaving them for any old, old, old you know, the, the, the latest freak on the street, right? You had, like, I imagine you had to have to be some cost-benefit analysis of, you know what, at the end of the day, she's not perfect, but she's good for right now, as opposed to this whole complete, I mean, Cooper Rush has been on how many, he's been weighed by how many teams? Everybody in the league could have had him by now, and he's now he's won three starts, two in a row, and they're trying to convince like it just seems like the rest of the world is trying to convince themselves that Cooper Rush is somehow going to be a starting NFL quarterback. So Jared, so you're saying Jerry is like this? Maybe I'm not. Maybe I should have let a good thing go. Like this might be. I'm this saying, might be. This might. I'm be. saying, look. <laughs> I'm saying, look. Maybe Dak don't cook. Maybe he snore a little bit. But ultimately, all you gotta do is bump that sleep number up. So they're probably I'm saying ultimately these these are some issues that you could probably figure out. And it's and by the way, Dak. By the way, Dak is a sleep number uh, he is ambassador. A sleep number. So we yeah. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? No, it seems just like like, yes. like you have you have a you have real good for right now, right? And then you want to go and do this whole Cooper Rush thing. It just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Are you like, calling Jerry Jones a hopeless romantic? Is that what you're calling him? I'm calling Jerry Jones uh, hopeless romantics is probably the nicest way to put it. As if I extend it along this you know, analogy, I because think the pressure's on, home. the pressure's on. The the in the, the the parents are like, when are you gonna find this woman? The parents are putting the pressure on Jerry. When are you gonna get this Super Bowl? Finally, you got a team. So I think he's. Yeah. Where are we going with this? <laughs> I just, I just, I'm trying to figure out. I really am trying to figure out what is it because we do this every year with quarterbacks. Last year it was Mike White. Guy comes out. And he starts two games, and everybody's like, oh, man, is he the future? Should this guy be worried? Should this situation be happening? Should the front office be moving on from incumbent starter X? And the answer is almost always unequivocally no. And I'm just trying to see if you disagree with me, honestly. I was ready to argue if if you told me Cooper Rush was about to be that guy. I'm not going to say he's that guy. Just right now, he's giving them them consistency. You know, he's giving them – um, wins, <laughs> you know. So, I'm not saying he's that guy, but right now they're playing well. Another team that is playing well, and a quarterback who everybody has described to be that guy pretty much since he laced up cleats minus his last year, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars, like top the AFC South. I mean, you have the Colts; they beat the Chiefs, but they can't block anybody. The Titans lose Taylor Lewan, and and uh, the Texans, 
just lost to the Bears. Are the Jags winning this division? Like, is it easy? Is it over now? Is at this point? Do you feel like it's over now? Because I feel like I could probably get some quality future on this. Um, I think it's a strong possibility that they can. Um, because Trevor, Trevor checks all the all like the legit all the box in terms of what you want in a QB. He was in a really tough situation that I feel like any over any quarterback had would have trouble overcoming when Urban Meyer was there. Like that's just hard to play ball. And he, but he still stayed poised. He never showed any kind of, any kind of like him being rattled. Right. Now he's in a situation where he has that caliber type of head coach that he truly needs. Like, my gosh, he, he, he's in the perfect position. Like he has a Super Bowl winning quarterback coach who knows how to dial up plays and call games in terms of um, Doug Peterson. And, and overall, and defensively, they're playing outstanding. So overall, like this team is doing really well because they have a guy who understands culture, who understands calling plays, who understands what it's, what it's like to win, who understands how to get the team ready to go when you lose your number one quarterback who was playing at an MVP, MVP level, in, level in Carson Wentz. Yeah. So I think right now Jacksonville is is figuring it out. Like they're – especially I feel like going through that as a team where you're like, yo, there is – no hope. We are the laughing stock of the league. And then you get someone like Coach Doug Peterson to come in and revamp the whole thing. Like that team was desperate. This team was starving to latch on to something positive, And they have it in Coach Doug Peterson. So right now it does look bright in terms of that happening. But I will not write off the Colts just yet. Not because they ended up, you know, beating Kansas City, which was a huge win. But I just feel like once they... Once they figure it out, like as a team, I feel I still feel like they're built to win that division. Um, it was, you know, documented that Matt Ryan challenged the team, even himself to like, hey, like, let's get with it. You know, this is what we need to do. Matt Ryan's someone who has seen what it looks like, right. not only as an MVP, but also making a Super Super Bowl. So he challenged that team and they got it done. So, Jags, it does look promising, but I will still be nervous about the Colts. The thing that gets me about the Colts their highest paid unit is their offensive line. And you watch the Colts play. Matt Ryan is 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 running for his life and he don't run very fast. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like it's like that is not what if for them to do for them to be the most successful form of that the team, they got to block, run the ball and then have Matt Ryan get them in the right play, right? Get Matt Ryan to get them in the right situation, second down, third down, to be able to convert and move the chains. Am I am I, I wrong? Something funny? I, Can I tell you something funny? Please. In high school, Matt, Matt Ryan in high school was a triple option quarterback. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm dead serious, bro. Okay, I'm I was wondering why you're looking at me laughing. I thought it was something I said. I was like, no, but no, Matt no. No, it wasn't you said. You said it's running hilarious. for his life. I know. <laughs> Um, no, again, I think it's just the, the whole chemistry of what's going on. I think they, they are trying to figure all that out. And I I think they did a little bit last week. So, um, that's why I will not for sure give Jacksonville the edge. Now, this is going to be a huge game. Dougie Fresh is going back to Philly. That, that, that can be, that's a statement game right there. Going to Philly against your former team. You know, Eagles got the hot hand. You're going in there. Mixed emotions. This is our guy. He finally brought us our ring. Let's see. 
I was about to say, there's two kind of mixed back to back mixed emotions in uh in Philly, right? With the Carson Wentz last week, and now Doug Peterson this week. It's just uh, every, oh, everybody's he man. He, I don't think he was worried about Carson, bro. You know, he. No, I don't think. I mean, I'm talking about the fans. At some point, there's a lot of people out there who probably were swearing by Carson Wentz. And now look, they just they got, they got a look. They got a Nick Foles statue. Okay, <laughs> I ain't trying to hit Car- Carson. Man, that's I, they got a Nick Foles statue. I ain't trying to hit nothing. Yeah, thanks you. Thanks Carson for you know getting us halfway through the season. What up, Nick? I will say the idea that <laughs> Nick Foles was ever going to be the answer. Um, you know what it really is, Doug Peterson. To your point, really had figured out because when he went to that super, he went on that Super Bowl run. He's just like, where? Oh, wait, Nick Foles, you're elite at RPO. Nobody's really doing this right now. Cool, let's do this. That'll work out. To your yep. point of being able to find things that work for your quarterback that you got. But so that yet the whole league right now is pretty much one and two or two and one. You have the undefeated Miami Dolphins. And the winless Las Vegas Raiders. Sitting here right now in week three, going to week four, which of these trends do you see continuing? Like the Dolphins being good or the Raiders being bad? Um, I will say I will say the Dolphins uh continue to be better. Um, I like just because I'm big on culture. You're going to hear this a lot throughout all of our episodes. I'm big on culture, and I feel like right now with Miami. Like the culture is solidified. Everyone bought in. Everyone is is on board with what's going on there. Uh, totally all in on the head coach. Totally all in with Tua being the dude, um, and 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 make it happen. So I I see the Dolphins continue to get better. The Raiders is just I don't know what's going on over there, man. It's 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 crazy. It's I put something out earlier about it has to be like super tough being a Reds, I mean, a Commanders fan or a sure. Raiders fan, because it's almost like my analogy was, it's like the oldest son you have who has all this potential, all this ability to be super successful, but he keeps getting in his own way. He's still in the house. It's like, Hey man, you're 29 years old, bro. 30. Like, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're at the crib, I mean, nowadays you could do that and you can podcast or have your own stuff and, and kill it. But nah, it's like I feel you. I was in the house till about twenty six, so it was, it was a good stretch. But yeah, but that's I, what I was doing. I was podcasting. I was working part time at a radio station trying to figure out this game. But, but I you were, but at least you were so much. No, you weren't. But you were actively pursuing to where you are now. That's there's a little difference there versus the son who's not motivated, uninspired. But it's like, dude, you, you know, you were a student. You had all these things. So I think watching those two teams is like, man, like they should be at least competing where they're not making crazy mistakes to lose the game. You know, so to yeah, to answer your question, I see the Dolphins get a better Raiders. I'm just especially in that division. I just I just don't know. Yeah, I, I lean towards the Dolphins as well because I, I'm not I'm not high on Josh McDaniels in general as like coach and play caller. I think a lot of his shine left with Tom Brady. Like when Tom Brady, right. Tom Brady left, it seemed like New England couldn't do anything offensively. But Josh McDaniels, who was a genius genius whiz kid, was still there. Well, and then he, he messed the up when he stops, drafted Tebow. That, bro, I'm telling you that that right there, to me, honestly, was like. 
enough to to just throw his I don't want to say throw his football acumen just out, but to dive in on Tebow and to stay stuck on Tebow for so long, it was like, bro, I don't see what you see that no one he you has and two. So the only people that see what's going on here. <laughs> he has two asterisks. The one where he drafted Tebow, and then when he pulled his card on the Colts and went was- back to New England. That was bold. But that's what I'm saying, though. So if I'm the Raiders, though, if I'm the Raiders, I seen him draft Tim Tebow so the football is questionable, okay? I seen him do what he did to the Colts. So, like, to me, like the handshake deal or whatever, he had hired assistants. So that's already questionable. Which You know what? I guess third strike, you're out, I guess, if you're the Vegas Raiders. But I, 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 don't, I don't feel good about that pairing. I never have felt great about Derek Carr. I think he's a guy you can win okay with, but he's not – you know, he's Kirk Cousins in a he's Kirk Cousins' cousin, essentially. You know, he's, he's he can win I mean, with him. I hate to I mean I don't hate to say it, but I think he, he and he and Gruden worked. Derek Carr and John Gruden worked. Yeah. I think um because they were completely polar opposites, but they both they both were super uh football smart. Um and I think Derek Carr is someone who needs to be challenged um in that way and i don't know if 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 mcdowns is one of those um quarterback whisperers if you will you know right. so well, i mean but, and, and, and plus i don't know again re- drink anytime you hear this word i don't know about the culture if he can build one <laughs> i don't know how it is over there you know I, I i i feel like i need to check in with some people but what he did do, you know, he brought a lot of people from um, New England in the front office over there. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they're gonna they're gonna try to build the roster over time. But all right. Well, we've seen that have such you know such uh, such numerous examples of success, like Houston and Detroit, of when you hire guys from New England and you bring them in, and you try to revamp everything. I'm looking at you, Matt Patricia. Um, I mean, Bill O'Brien's the only one with a winning record. You can't say nothing to him, can you? Yeah, you can. I'm about to say, I think you can say a whole bunch to Bill O'Brien. Uh, you can say quite a bit to the, what is he, the Alabama offensive coordinator at this moment in time right now? Get, Bill O'Brien's getting ready to face Kirby Smart's defense, not necessarily brand, on Sunday. But before we get into week four's picks, let's take a quick break. Caesar, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundquist, and now, yes, yours truly, the Lemon Pepper Parlay is a proud member of the Caesars Empire. And you know what it is that sets Caesars Sportsbook and Casino apart from the others? The perks. It's the only sports betting app with Caesars Rewards. So every time you place a bet, win or lose, you get reward credits, which you can then use towards game tickets, bonuses, experience, and free stays at the iconic Caesars destinations and more. And your very first bet, it's on Caesars, up to $1,250. If you win, congratulations. If you don't, you get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code Caesar full and go full Caesar this season. That's C Z R F U L L. Oh, and Caesar Sportsbook and Casino plays by the rules. They comply with all the legality of the sports betting world. So here comes the lengthy, unabridged national responsible gaming disclaimer. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, 
Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states were prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Ontario, visit connectsontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text CONNECTS to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, Will. The Dolphins are in Cincinnati to face the Bengals. The Bengals are four-point favorites, which means, Will, the Bengals have to win the game by four or more points for you to win your bet if you bet on Cincinnati. So that's how that goes. Just want to make sure you had a good understanding of it before we got into the pick segment. Last week was a little <laughs> So now, you know, that's how it goes. So you got to pick. Hey. Yeah. I learned something, though. What's that? So so last year, I, I was working with my buddy Nick Diaz, and he taught me the sandwich game. He said, beware Caution the sandwich game. And the sandwiches game is when a team, for example, the Dolphins, last week they played the Bills. Mm-hmm. Next week they played the Jets. Mm-hmm. But this week they have a non-division opponent in the Bengals. So where is their mind at? Because the the easy road to the playoffs is you win a division. Exactly. That's the easiest way to punch your ticket to the dance. That is guaranteed. So, even though I would say 
Proceed with caution, he would always say. <laughs> Proceed with caution with this one. Okay? Man, oh, man. So, right here, I think that this, for the reasons that you just outlined, as well as some that I'm about to right now, this is the spot of the year so far. This is the situational spot of the year. I really, really like the Bengals here. I gave it out yesterday on extra points at minus two and a half, and you see it's already traveled up to four. I'm still taking at four. The Dolphins, their last two wins, have been absolutely gifted by the other team. Where the Ravens melted down. They melted down defensively in the fourth quarter, allowing 28 fourth quarter points in like eight minutes of game time, right? So it wasn't even like they started, like two of them started with 15 minutes, 0-0 in the fourth quarter. They scored 28 points in like seven minutes on the clock. Then you have the Bills who, well, I don't think I've ever seen this. How you run 90 offensive plays in a game and only score? did Josh throw 60 passes? Yeah, you do 60 pass attempts and only <laughs> <laughs> 60 pass attempts. And that's why that last one was a dirt ball. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of weird stuff happening with the Bills, but I'll just say this anytime your offense is on the field for 60 plays and your defense is only on the field for 20 some plays, it, it, it you only can score with the ball, Will. So, I mean, it only, it, how did the Dolphins win this game? I have no idea, but I know this. The Bengals had a terrible start to this season, they, but they also went against T.J. Watt, Micah Parsons, the two best pass rushers in the league. The Dolphins don't necessarily have anybody like that, although Melvin Ingram was making plays against Josh Allen. He was I like Joey plays. B and the Bengals to cover here. I like uh, to cover the four. Um, yeah, you know what? I feel like all the things we said about Miami for sure, and I think Cincinnati, it, they are in a desperate situations as the – defending representatives for the AFC. Uh, like everyone is counting on them. Everyone has high expectations. Like, Hey, year two, like, okay, we made moves in the off season to protect Joey. Uh, everyone has more experience. We didn't lose anyone in terms of the skill position. I think they're probably having a hard talk right now. Like, okay, like this is, this is time. Everyone's loving Miami, even though, even though we're the favorites, they're still loving Miami. Uh, teams already people on TV already saying they're the best team in the in the NFL, not just the AFC, mm-hmm. but the NFL. And what Cincinnati has showed is they can rise to the occasion, um, like when it when it truly matters. So I I like that. I like Cincinnati um, with the minus four here uh, coming through. Yeah, and then too the Dolphins blitz a ton. Joe Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks against the blitz in his young career so far. I like him and Jamar Chase getting on the same page here. And it's short yeah, I week. think the wideouts, I think the wideouts will are gonna go at it, and then we'll see the whole Eli Apple Tyreek Hill thing. That'll be interesting. What? So what do you make of that? Because <laughs> I don't make anything of it. I make nothing of it. Nothing, nothing at all. I think right now what Tyreek Hill is his was funny too is like he when he posted that video in the comments people are like oh yeah like i love when fans start legit chiming in and talking smack like it's a real fight like you have to understand like where tyreek is in his career right now like he he has all the accolades pro bowl all pro he's won a super bowl he is set for life financially so right now he's just on camera talking like a wwe superstar (laughs) like he's <laughs> so if he's saying like I owe you Eli I owe you after they were talking smack last year I owe you it's like 
okay, like he's gonna go play and compete, but it's, it's I don't think it's like that serious in terms of like personal. But no, nah, I, I don't I really, think, I don't really make, I don't make anything of it. I didn't think I that think necessarily like Tyreek, like like it was on site between Tyreek and Eli Apple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't trying to say that, but it's just interesting because I when I watched him at his locker and he's like, wait, who we play next week? Oh, the Bengals. And he's like, oh, Eli Apple, I'm coming for you. And it just was like, you didn't even know who you played next week until you asked You didn't even know who you played next So you didn't have it marked down. You didn't even know. That's my whole point. He doesn't know the schedule. <laughs> he's not worried about who's lining up or crossing him. Tyreek is not worried about it, okay? he's First of all, he has seen every defensive back. He has seen every coverage. He knows, like, how they're going to play him. He knows his one job is I need to just give it over the top. And just crack that thing wide open. Okay. He didn't even know who he's playing. Next. <laughs> the, that's he's a, who he got. Is, oh, <laughs> man. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's not like the game is on Sunday, it's on Thursday. That's what I mean, I'm saying. So that's kind they of what probably, I, it's, Mark, they just had a meeting. Hey, guys, it's a short week. We're playing the Bengals. Who we got? Who we got? Oh it just, man! It just seemed like a lot going on with him and those uh, reflector cataract glasses. My but that's my point, though. Those. That's the sandwich game. Who we got? A- oh, we got the Bengals. If, if it was the Jets or the Patriots or even the Bills, they would know that we got to get those. Mike, when I was in Washington, our coach used to always say, "Hey, we got to win six of them things." I think he said six. Yeah, six of them things. It right. would have been six. Yeah, that would have been yeah. the math at that point. If he had said we got to win five, I would have been concerned. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, anyhow. So, speaking of the NFC East, the Eagles. The NFC beast. The Eagles. Not right? the, least. the team that so many people are calling the best team in the NFL uh, or the best team in the NFC. They are the Jaguars. They play host to the Jaguars. The Jaguars are six and a half point underdogs, which means, Will, the Jaguars can lose by up to six points. If they lose by seven, you're in bad shape if you pick the Jaguars. But uh, this is probably going to be one of the games of the week. Uh, lovely. It's probably smashed right in a one o'clock window, so that'll be great. But uh, who do you who do you like in this game? Um, well, this is part of my 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 lemon pepper with ranch. Oh, this is this is part of it. So I'm taking uh, Jacksonville to cover. Okay. I think going in, it's going to be your, they are going to be extremely well prepared. Right. You look on paper, you're like talent across the board. You're like, I love Philly. I love what they're doing. Philly's probably going to try to beat the brakes over Jacksonville. But Jacksonville is they're going to be extremely prepared. And so if you're prepared, you're in the right spot. You don't give up any big plays. You're going to have a chance. So I think this game is going to be competitive. Jackson is going to find ways to put points on the board again. Um, I mean, th- thir- a 30-burger. They have I can't remember the last time they put up multiple 30-burgers um, in a season. So it, uh, the, this is, the only think, time that it could have even been feasible was the AFC Championship run a few years back with Ramsey and Miles right. Jack. And that's in Blake Bortles. That's the only time it could have even been possible, right? Right. Uh, right, because they were, they, were, they were stacked, I think, on, offensively yeah. there. With, the uh, rest of, the, I mean, a Rob. Either then it, it had to be from then, or from when uh, way back in the '90s when John Carney missed the extra point that would have put the Saints in the playoffs against the same Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm taking the Jags in this game. Um, like overall, money lines this, or 
No, I'll take I'll take the spread, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went out right. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Hold on. First of all, I'm not. There's oh. no fear in my heart. I bet on the Lions with regularity on the money line. Okay, there's no fear in my heart. I laid money on Daniel Jones Monday night. I don't get scared. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but the the, uh, the Eagles. I think they're obviously obviously running through their opponents. I think they'll win the NFC East. The thing that concerns me about them, they don't score a ton of second-half points. Um, it, it seems like most of their big outputs are happening in the first half, especially in the second quarter. So I like Jacksonville. They've been able to move the ball effectively in the last two games, understanding the Chargers were missing every pro bowler that they had on the roster just about. But – it was defensively, I didn't I didn't see a top five DVOA defense in Jacksonville until it happened, but it's happened and it's here. That defense seems very, very real. And it gives me a little concern because the Eagles offense, I'll put it, I'm not necessarily sold on Jalen Hurts, the NFL MVP quite yet. I think you can win in the league oh, with him. But okay. I think that uh I think he's pretty limited as a quarterback and he's got a coach putting him in good spots. Limited as in how? I'd say maybe doesn't necessarily have um, – I'd say, like, in terms of, like, uh, if you look at a guy like Justin Herbert, and I'm looking – what did – hey, zoom back, brother. Zoom out. Okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm, you, you mumbling and jumbling right there. You, you mumbling right no. now. Well, because – <laughs> No, I think you can win with him, but I think that is in terms – if you looked at his, quote-unquote, like, football technical skills, right, in terms of his drop back and delivering the ball on the on the last step and throwing these – like, you look at Justin Herbert, he's a guy who seems to be able to – he plays quarterback you like he's playing man, a video game. You can't say Justin Herbert, though. Hold on a second. But the thing is, I think that Jalen Hurts brings a lot of other things to the table in the very much the same way that Lamar Jackson necessarily isn't your prototypical NFL quarterback, but brings so much other to the table that if you have a problem with the way that he's playing quarterback, it's probably a you issue and not a Lamar issue. That's my take. That's my Jalen Hurts point. But I wonder with that, uh, that, that they are going to be able, because, uh, again, I said they scored a bunch of points in the first half. I wonder if they'd be able to 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 mount a two-score uh, comeback, three-score comeback late in the game in the second half towards in the late in the fourth quarter. That's like, like in the way that Miami was able to against Baltimore. I would say you got certain styles, right? You have the You have the Herbert. You have the – like Herbert, Mahomes, and Allen, right? That's one category. That is, we have a rocket launcher on our arm, and we wherever we don't have to have our feet set. Wherever we are, we are getting the ball there. That's one type. Then you have like the Brady, Matt Ryan type. You know where it's like we're gonna be here in the pocket. Don't don't get us. Don't move us off the platform. Like we're gonna be here. Boom boom. Sure. I mean, then you have I would say Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of a little bit of both. Right. He moves he around move. a little bit more than you'd expect. Right. He moves yeah. he moves around a little more than you expect, you know, kind of like I think Trevor Lawrence is like that, can't throw it like Aaron. And I feel like I feel like and then you have the Jalen Hurts, you have Lamar, which also can be almost like Josh Allen ish too. So I mean, I don't know. I think after the first week, right, he he it wasn't great because Detroit should have won that game. But then afterwards, I mean, against Minnesota, he was 83%. Um, 
throwing 31 passes. Last week, he was 62% throwing 35 passes, no picks, um, rating over 100 both weeks. So I think he's getting into a groove um, right now. And so, uh, and he's playing that well to actually be mentioned 330 plus in both games. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't be in the. You call him average at this moment in time. No, I just don't think he's going to continue this. I don't think he's going to be able to sustain. For example, you said throwing 83 percent completion percent. I don't think that's. I don't think that's sustainable. But I and I like. The, and the Jaguars have been really. They've been really cooking, and it's just one of those. I don't know. Really, you have two cent, two darlings right now. I love to kind of try to bet against the team that everybody loves. Like, everybody loves the Dolphins this week. I like to try to bet against them. But this Jaguars and Eagles game, everybody loves both of these teams. So, you know, I, I'll take the six and a half points. I think everybody loves Philly. Everybody loves Philly. Everybody loves Miami. So, everyone's going to pick those two teams. I like six and a half, too. The Vikings play the Saints in London. And when I picked this game initially, I thought you were already over there. I don't know. I'm sharing your travel plans again. Sorry. But this is two teams to me that have gotten off to not great starts. Uh, really kind of uh, – I, I, I expected better for both of these teams um, by this point in the season. And I don't know how much better it's going to get for the Saints. I think the Vikings still have a little bit of room left. But uh, uh, where are you at with this one? I will put them right along that elders, elder son category, <laughs> the, the Raiders and Commanders, like the Saints, like Minnesota. Every year, Minnesota goes into the year as the dark horse, as like, okay, we can, this is it. We, we have everything we need. We have the QB that can, can get it done in terms of like statistically wise. We have the receivers. Um, we have the running back. We have running backs because Madison is very capable. Uh, we have the secondary. We have, I mean, they have everything that they now we got the coach. We got we got the we got a McVay descendant. You know, we have all, we have all those things ready to rock this year. And it, yeah, it's just been super. It's been extremely weird. Um, the good thing, though, these games in, in London are fun because they're they're always sold out. It's literally I, I had the privilege of playing there twice. It is like the Super Bowl. Uh, they're playing at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is probably the best stadium um, I have ever seen. Um, really, it is absolutely yeah. Oh, it's 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 unreal. Like they speaking of f- football, soccer, they have the they have the soccer pitch on top for mm-hmm. obviously soccer there for Tottenham Hotspurs, and then they roll it out and they roll in an actual football field. For NFL, there's a whole NFL side to the stadium. It's going to be absolutely outstanding. Uh, the Saints are wearing the black helmets this week. Okay, this is what I heard. So, and the, but Andy might be starting. Andy Dalton is what I, he's taking first team reps right now. That's the word on the street. Um, what's going on out there? So, oh man, it's going to be very interesting. But I like. I'm still taking New Orleans. I think the. I think the. The Saints have a good second, a secondary enough, a good secondary that's going to help take away what Jefferson's going to do. Um, shit, he might get hit in the chest <laughs> by somebody, but yeah, I like, I like the Saints uh, on the money line. Went straight up. Excuse me, and the Saints are three point dogs in this game, so you have it'll be a nice juicy money line. And so for me, I didn't like the Saints last week against the Panthers. I figured it was a bad spot for them. 
And I don't like them this week either. I don't like <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm concerned. You're telling me that they're the Andy Dalton is taking first team reps. That's not great. And the offense already wasn't moving, uh, looking too good until that uh, late in the game against the Panthers. Been a defense like Lavisca Shinoko, sixty some yards on a on a smoke route. It's it's just like it, this. I don't hate to say it, but it seems as if to me this Saints team is kind of poorly coached. It seems like they're not getting the things together that from week to week that they would have gotten. And it's like maybe just maybe. In my preseason, you know, uh, breakdown of this, I was of the Saints, and I said I think they can win the division. But the only major concerns are the two spots you have to be concerned about: that's quarterback and head coach. I don't know if they got a head coach, man. As much as I would like Dennis, they're, Allen, they're missing Sean. They're missing Sean. As much as it would be great for Dennis Allen not to be the worst coach in NFL history, because that's kind of what his uh, winning percentage or has him at currently. Going one and two, and then one and three to start the year is not going to help. And that's probably no, that's what's going to happen. And, and I think the Vikings a, win. The Vikings cover. And I'll tell you this. How about this, Will? Remember this when you go over there. London favorites, 18-3-1 straight up and 15-7 and seven against the spread. Go Saints. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last game I want to talk about before we get into our parlays, the Buffalo Bills. We got into them a little bit earlier at the Baltimore Ravens. You want to talk about a guy who's uh, having an MVP type, uh, at least first three games, Lamar Jackson, 10 touchdowns to two picks, back-to-back 100-yard rushing games. He's doing it all. Josh Allen threw the ball 61 times <laughs> just, uh, just a couple days ago. The Ravens are getting three and a half at home. Who do you, what do you think happens here? I think this is going to be – an outstanding game. I, I, in this game, honestly, I want to, I want to, I want to bet the over, man. Like I, I think <laughs> it was a 51 and a half. Like, yeah. I think it's just going to be just fireworks this entire game. You have two quarterbacks who are capable of both. Um, obviously the Mar is a way better runner. He's probably the best ball carrier in the entire NFL. I would argue that, but Again, but but that is huge. With Baltimore, I mean, with Buffalo lose missing their safeties, um, that has been. I wasn't sure how that was going to go, but it was uh, obviously uh, evident that, that they were missing them. But however, Buffalo does have great coaching. Yeah, where I feel like this. I feel like the second time around, now these safeties are comfortable uh, trying to fill the void. They did sign Xavier Rhodes, but they signed him to practice squad. We'll see if he gets ready in time to play this weekend uh, because they definitely need a veteran Pro Bowl caliber type cornerback out there, defensive back in general. Who knows? He might end up moving to the safety. Uh, he's a he's a that's a big dude. But yeah, Baltimore right now is hot. I, I almost I, I feel like Lamar and Lamar Jackson and Aaron Judge been hanging out. And the, the bet on my the bet on yourself category right now because them boys are going to get paid in the off season, no doubt about it. But yeah, I like. Gosh, I don't want to do it. I'm not taking ball. I'm taking Buffalo. <laughs> taking Buffalo. Oh, I'm taking the Rams. No, wait, 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 wait. No, no. I'm taking the Ravens minus uh, plus three because no one is going to cover Mark Andrews. No one did last week, and no one is this week either. All right, I'm with the Ravens as well. 
uh, no hide, no poyer. I think that makes a huge difference in the Buffalo defensive backfield. Yeah, this is this has to be easy money. They played so many snaps defensively against Miami in that heat. They got to be wiped out. And then offense, I mean, uh, offensively, they played so many snaps. And then defensively, again, all the injuries, they've lost uh, a couple of defensive linemen. And that was one of their big things that they were really uh, great at in Buffalo was being able to rotate their D linemen and get pressure without having a blitz. I'm concerned about that being a, a... uh, 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 something they're able to do against Baltimore with all the injuries that they have in the defensive backfield. So I'm going with the Ravens and w- taking the three. And uh, I, I am just going to be hoping against hope and praying against prayer that the Buffalo offense looks as out of sync as it did in the fourth quarter against Miami because these Ravens defensive backs couldn't. I mean, they are. Did you just see the way that Mac Jones was wheeling and dealing on them? They just couldn't get in the end zone to, enough to to keep up with Lamar on the other side. Right. Yep. So I I feel you on all those things. That's hard. This is a hard one. You know, well, if I want money, if I want money, if I want like a good, if I want to win some money, I'm gonna take Baltimore. <laughs> Well, I generally pick to try to win some money. That's that's my goal here. And with that's right, that you goal mentioned, in yeah, mind, you mentioned you're not scared. Yeah, you mentioned that. Oh, yeah, I'm fearless. I'm fearless with this. Uh, plenty of other things. Now, now, you know, I've come a you know scared little scaredy cat. I was about to cuss. I forgot this is a PG program. But, you know, it's, you know, get a little, you know, get a little. I can shake my boots when it comes time to it, but when it comes time to this gambling, well, especially when it comes to stuff I know, I feel confident. This is what you do about it. This is what you do. Exactly. Before we pick our lemon pepper parlays, Will, let's take a quick break. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. And with that in mind, my lemon pepper parlay for week four. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons with the points against the Browns. I see Browns minus one some places. The Falcons with the points. The Falcons are a much better team than people are going to give them credit for. Offensively, they're going to move the ball. Drake London is going to be right there for the rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year conversation. Kyle Pitts, who you know, was a big disappointment last year. He's come on, and Mariota has played well through three games for the Falcons, and they really should have beat New Orleans in week one. And my second leg of my lemon pepper parlay, I'm going all birds here, Will. It's the Arizona Cardinals. 
But here's the thing. It is a straight fade of the Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule as a favorite in the NFL is 3-10 and 10 against the spread. He has failed to cover the last seven times in a row, and he's lost every single one of them. I mean, that's insanity. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> his quarterback, he's 11-22-1 and 22 and one against the spread. That's 33%, just a little bit better than uh, than Matt Rule's 23% against the spread. He's failed to cover in seven straight and lost five of them outright, and they've only had three of those games together, Will Blackman. The Panthers lose. I don't understand how they're getting points, but I'm going to take the Cardinals and the points and the Falcons and the points for my lemon pepper parlay. Cardinals and Falcons. You got it. You're just going two? You're just going two? You're just going two? Just two teams. Just two teams. I'm scared. All right, so. Wow. Here's mine. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> This is my my lemon pepper parlay. Let's see if you get it right this time. I'll see if I get it right this time, right? I ain't scared. That's why I keep going. So, um, as I mentioned, I mentioned, teased it earlier, Jacksonville going to Philly. I like that. Um, I gave you all my reasons why. The other one I'm going to go with. um, So, yes, Jacksonville plus six. I like like the Bears to cover versus New York. I think that's going to be a hideous game. Oh, it's going to be. I, I feel if this game was in Chicago, there'd be a big uh, patch of dead grass because I don't think the, I don't think it's going to move much in this situation. In between, in between the forty, in between <laughs> either forty yard line, it's just like dang, it's just dirty, just just brown grass and dirt everywhere. But this game is in New York. I I I'm, I like the Bears to cover here. However, what makes me nervous is I think the Giants are wearing the old school throwback uh, 1990s uniforms, and that is kind of like Bat Superman putting putting on his cape for Saquon. Like Saquon might have a 200 yard game. If that's the case, then I'm just gonna get rocked. But well, you know, I like the Bears to cover that, here. Uh, old school earrings, so the old school jerseys. The L- the LT. I got the LT <laughs> hoop in there too. You know. Um, and then I like, which is interesting. I, I feel like finally Denver got the win that they needed. Um, you saw the celebration. I like them going to Vegas and Russell rolling the dice. This might, they might, this might be the game. Like Russell's like, this is what, this is what I came here for. I feel like this is the game. Denver with the plus three, they're going to cover in this. So Jacksonville plus six, Bears plus three, Denver plus three. There is not going to lie. I hate that last pick that you just made, but good luck, pal. I, 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 I could not in good conscience feel good about betting on the Denver Broncos, especially since the win that they did get was because the quarterback stepped out of the back of the end zone which saved a pick six. If he had been in the end zone, they would have won by more. Like that, I, I don't want to get started on it. I have one more question for you. I just saw this come across the thing. Pro Bowl is being switched to now Pro Bowl games, different skills challenges. One of them would be dodgeball. Will Blackman, would you win the Pro Bowl dodgeball competition? How would you finish in that? No question. I never lost a dodgeball competition in my entire life. So, but how many dodgeball uh, competitions case, where you win with other professional football players? I think I would do extremely well. I think my team would would finish first. I'd hope your team would finish. You wouldn't quit along the way. Yeah. Like, All I, right. I, well, I don't. I don't mess around when it comes to dodgeball. 
You know. All right. Well, Blackman doesn't mess around when it comes to dodgeball. Look, I've gone into uh, I got into a bounce house where it was like maybe 40, 40 kids and even adults jumped in because they, they were like, man, why is that guy in there? And I just took out everyone. I'm very stealth ninja with it. It sounded like you just said you went and abused the neighborhood kids. With, <laughs> it's like just went there and just and just just I mean I can see it now. Every movie has it. Just because what happens is when you go with all these listen, big muscles holding the ball, kids cowering and listen. The he because like, here's what happens. Man. Here's what happens. You go to these trampoline parks and. Like the you you let your kids go in there, and all of a sudden you get a bunch of like high school kids that want to go in there and stop pegging kids, right? And it's right. like, all right, you know what? Let me put my shoes in the locker. Let me put my socks on. Let me get in here. Let me just monitor. And then as soon as I see them like tagging off on kids, I'm like, all right, give me a ball, guys. Bow. <laughs> well, okay. And then their parent be like, "Hey, my son's a high school. I'm gonna get in there. Bring your bring your bunny here, Dad, and get pinged too. Pop, boom, pop. Get out. Catch you the ball. What? Uh, get out. Now let's roll. So we learned something today. Will Blackman is in fact a bully. Is in fact a bully. I got no it. way. Got I am the one. I am the. I am the. I am the bully bodyguard. I I I go against them. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll see about that. But it's like you teenage kids, you see this bunch of second grade, third grade kids. Why are you in there showing off? So you've got to, you got to I feel it's, it's up to you to go teach those kids a lesson, huh? It's up to me. Yep. Well, Dodger ball is the only time where you can these. do that. <laughs> pick on someone your own size. I mean, I'm saying, yeah, pick on somebody your own size. And that could probably also uh, quantify for me because I don't have the muscles that you that you nearly have. Pick on somebody. You don't need muscle. You don't need muscles to throw a ball. Well, I guess I guess that's true. Tom Brady's kind of making a whole uh, second act of that whole deal, right? I'm saying, like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron, look at the best quarterbacks. None of them have biceps. None of the best quarterbacks. Maybe none of the best quarterbacks have biceps. You had a good point. Tebow had the biggest biceps, and that thing was and a javelin. How that worked out. It's it's remarkable that he has so many chances to play a professional sport. Like listen, man, so when you're when you when you're when you're when you're good. When you're when you're when you are good, the energy is good to you, man. So I do so not. So what is it when you're like ever. exceedingly average? <laughs> How does that work? No, I meant good to I meant good to like the universe. Ah, I get it. Well, yeah, I will man. put out good vibes to the universe today because I'm currently first place in the extra points pick'em contest, and I'd like to remain that way. So, is there a reward that, for this? It's pride, Will. It's pride. Oh, see, that's why it don't matter. You guys got it. Wow. Oh, it don't matter. Wow. Good to know. No. I thought I thought you guys were all competitors. No, I'm not. I'm not when I'm not getting like paid for it. So. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, at some point, somehow down the line, you are getting paid to make the picks. But I, I get it. But it's OK. Just no, we no, to make sure we, are, we are. We are contracted. Yes. But in terms yeah. of the picks, you know, it's like, you know, I can't I can't win everything. You know, I got to let other people do their thing. So. Oh, is that what that, <laughs> that's that's. Thank you for allowing yourself to be so humble to allow me. <laughs> To, to to lead this thing through three weeks, you know that's how it is with these picks in fantasy football. It's like, oh, you know, I beat. Oh, that's okay, you know, it's fantasy football. You know? 
Well, with that being said, I don't know if you should follow Will Blackman's picks because he seems to not give a damn, but mine are going to make you some money week four. (laughs) 